Are you looking for the magic to make your life truly count? Do you want the secret formula to make every day your best day yet? Hello, and welcome to the Finishing on Fire radio show. And now, here are your show hosts, Dave Wadsworth and Greg Vance. Well, relationships, you know, that's really what it's all about in life. You know, life is not a solo journey. It's about relationships. Of course, we've talked about uh, the relationship we have with our parents, if they're still alive. Uh, hopefully they are. And then, of course, our spouse, which is so critical. And then uh, our children. We've talked about our children and those relationships and how those go forever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, last episode, we talked about our, our siblings, brothers and sisters that we, we may have and um, how everyone's different. And, uh, and of course, my family is um, kind of an exception to the rule as far as having four siblings and their spouses still alive and, and, yeah. and, and communicating very well. Um, and as I mentioned to you, you know, we just got a, a text uh, um, from my sister about um, her brother-in-law that is very, very, very ill. And, uh, you know, and we, we text all the time. Uh, those relationships are close and, and texting makes it really easy, you know, modern technology. So uh, that's right. a good thing. But, um, but today we're, we're talking about friends, a relationship uh, with friends. And uh, that is another one that is so critical. And a lot of times we have friend uh, relationships that are actually closer than siblings in, in many instances and stuff. So, um, right. and I want to quote, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you to quote something. <laughs> um, we, the, our show finishing on fire is, is really based on the book uh, that I wrote the number one bestseller on Amazon. It's uh, called finishing on fire. Uh, live your legacy of purpose, passion, and prosperity, and just talking about living your best life every day, make the most of it every day, uh, build your relationships with people, uh, be kind, be respectful, be generous, be loving, and, and just live fully alive, and, uh, and, and I talk about that in the book, and, um, and I want to quote, uh, you know, when we're talking about uh, relationships in chapter 12 um, of the book it's page 141 but it talks about targeting people mm-hmm. and we have a target right there on that page and and I talk about you know in the bullseye of the target is is the people that are very close to you the, the closest which is your spouse uh, your children and then also your parents and that's your bullseye those are people that you really want to focus on the most and then we talked about last episode, that first ring out, uh, then that would be your siblings, uh, the, the, the ones that are your uh, you know, brothers and sisters, and they should be close uh, with you also. And if they're not, work on that relationship and, and, mm-hmm. and do everything you can that's in your power uh, to maybe mend fences or, or, or build that relationship back up to where it should be. Or in my case, just appreciate and enjoy you know, a fabulous relationship that you've got uh, with family and so, or siblings. So, so anyway, so this week we're talking about that next ring out. Okay. So you got bullseye, you got your first ring, and then you got your second ring and that is your friendships. 
and we want to talk about our friendships and and uh, most people hopefully they have a friend um and <laughs> but hopefully they have many friends and if you've been kind to people and you, you've been respectful uh just like i talk about in the book you're going to have a lot of friends uh and and you're going to have some close friends and and uh and develop some really good relationships and and it takes being a friend you know to, to have those friends because if you're not a friendly person and you're not a giving and 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 open person you know it's, it's going to be hard to to, uh, to get friends and to to uh, gather those people close to you so so that's what we're talking about is targeting those and i know greg um we've got some special friends that, that uh, I want you to talk about and explain a little bit about our relationship with those mutual friends that we've got. So go ahead, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Dave and I are blessed to have uh, two more guys in our life. That's Leslie Peters and Armando Garcia. And we were fortunate enough to meet one another at a conference that we attended Um well, Dave and I already knew each other ahead of time, and he was generous enough to invite me and uh, <laughs> the one that he was going to. And it was, uh, you know, as we look back on it, uh, I would say, you know, sometimes, you know, um, people of faith like us, we sometimes will say, well, that's a God thing, you know, that God just yep. ordained and arranged it. And I think, you know, in our case, I think that's true. We were at a, an event in Nashville, Tennessee a Ray Edwards event. And, um, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, serendipitously, however you say that word, serendipity yeah. <laughs> ensued, <laughs> God ensued. And, uh, we had, uh, we, we connected up with Leslie and Armando and obviously you and myself for lunch one day, we didn't know Armando. We didn't know Leslie other than a few minutes of conversation. And it was just amazing how quickly we connected with one another um, just and, and and I know as we're going to talk about more in some detail here, you know, if you look at us, you probably wouldn't say, um, well, when I put you guys all together in the same place, you're so different from one another, you have different skills, you have different abilities, you have different ages, you have different backgrounds, different ethnic backgrounds, racial backgrounds, you know, you name it. It's different <laughs> corners of the country, <laughs> but we, man, we, uh, we got together and had the best time. We probably spent an hour having lunch and out of that lunch. And I think it was Leslie's idea. Um, we decided we were going to continue to work together, get to know each other more, hold each other accountable by entering into a, a mastermind group. And I think we would say the four of us have never been, uh, the same sense. That, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Uh, uh, you know, the old saying, um, you never cross the same river twice uh, because yeah. life is always changing. Right. And, um, and we went into that event and of course we had known each other. And I remember Armando actually had been at, I spoke with him briefly at a a Dan Miller coaching with excellence, um, you know, a couple of days. And um, I remember him and um, he's a little older than us, not much, but um, mm -hmm. uh, Leslie, especially he's much older than Leslie because <laughs> <laughs> Leslie's the young guy of the group. He'll but, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't know which one, Leslie or Armando, but anyway, 
what we did, it was kind of funny. We were, um, we had the same interest, you know, the copywriting Academy, we were wanting to learn and grow and, and, yeah. and conduct business much better than we were at the time. And uh, we were all somewhat successful in our own right, but, but we wanted to do better. And, and we had that in common or we wouldn't have been there. And uh, we just came together. We, we, I think we were sitting close to each other. And then during a break or something, we just kind of chit chat a little bit, you know, when yeah. you had a few minutes, just smile and hello and just kind of the way you should be, you know, just, just uh, friendly and, and talking with people. And then uh, we had a, a break for lunch and I, I don't know if Leslie or Armando, we were just kind of hanging out and it's like, Hey, you want to go get a bite? And mm-hmm. so we walked all the way to the other end of that, that mall we were in as a factory, I think is what it's called. And they had restaurants up, upstairs. There was a restaurant there. And so we four sat down and, and ate lunch. And I remember we were just talking about, you know, our different backgrounds, our businesses and things. And then, um, yeah. And we talked about how we could grow, you know, what we wanted to do and stuff. And, and I distinctly remember Leslie, uh, he's, he, sometimes he just bold. I love him. And he would, <laughs> Leslie just said, well, why don't we four, you know, start a mastermind of our own, just us four. Why don't we do that? You know, what, what's stopping us, you know? And, um, right. and I thought, okay, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And, uh, <clears throat> and the, of course, the idea that the concept of the mastermind, I don't know how far that goes back, but I do know it was very um, prevalent in the book by, um, oh, who's a book? Um, Not Win Friends and Influence People. Um, oh, um, oh um, Think and Grow Rich by yeah, Napoleon think Hill. Rich. Exactly. Yeah, think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He really talked about this, uh, the mastermind uh, concept of, of, of getting together like-minded uh, people on a mm-hmm. regular basis and talking about uh, goals that you have and things that you want to accomplish and things that you want to be better at. And, and, um, and so it was funny, Leslie just, you know, says, Hey, let's just, why don't we, you know, make mm-hmm. one, just us four, let's do it, you know? And, <laughs> and that, that was the catalyst that, that started it. And, uh, and so that's been uh, what, almost four years, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be four years this summer. Four years this uh, summer. So, uh, and it's it's neat, and um, I just I'm excited about it because, you know, it was very natural, it was organic. You know, we just come together, and uh, every month we will we will have a Zoom call, and we will talk and and go through things and and share. You know, what we're struggling with, we share with what we've accomplished, we share our goals for the next month and what we want to do, and uh-huh. and it's really. Uh, enriching it's it's very uh inspiring it's it's uh some accountability that sometimes i don't like (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) i tell you what greg that guy armando and when you read my book uh, finishing on fire um i've got him in there he's he's uh one of my uh, co-editors for my book because he read yep. through it and read through it and he he found this and that and the other thing and and i'm like wow i missed all that stuff but anyway excellent friend uh and, and companion to help me with this book and i put him in there in the front uh, as as one of my co-editors with my son who's an english lit teacher you know but but uh yeah armando for some reason he has a knack he can read me pardon the pun like a book <laughs> I mean, he knows, he knows my buttons and where to push. And, and, and it's just like, he almost knows me better than I know myself. And I think, 
I can hide, but I can't, not from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like he has a laser to spot the chink in your armor. Oh, he does. <laughs> right there. He does, and I'm like, I'm like, doggone you, shut up. You're just you're killing me, you know. <laughs> it's it's funny, but yeah, but we we've developed a really uh really good friendship. I think all four of Absolutely. us. Uh, you know, well, and and actually uh the last cruise by the 48 days uh community dan miller it was the acres of diamonds cruise and dan and joanne miller uh had a cruise and uh dan and joanne they're just wonderful people uh they're mentors of ours um and they've helped so many people but um i was able to speak i was uh, one of the mm -hmm. the participants of the cruise that got to speak and of course greg you helped to film it you know video and stuff and uh during the cruise but but that was just a very uh, enlightening experience and then uh, of course Armando and Carol uh, were able to come but Leslie and Marcia his wife they couldn't make it so so three of us couples were able to, to be on that cruise together which was really really fun it was just very very good time but uh, but that's one thing um, here recently what did you do just this week that uh, to celebrate with uh, Armando and Carol tell us about that a little bit yeah, so we got together, the four of us, and um, this is Armando and Carol's 50th wedding anniversary occurred this week, and so uh, we wanted to help them celebrate that, <clears throat> so we sent them some cards, some texts, and uh, we're going to buy them dinner to celebrate. Um, we live far apart from one another, but uh, we want them to know that you know we care about them. We want to celebrate this with them. It's a big um, it's a really big milestone for them to celebrate. And we're really, uh, you know, we, they've done, they've had some amazing impact on us and so many other people. They have an amazing family. And so we wanted to be able to do that. Just a great way yeah. to, you know, be able to, 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 as, as Dave was, as you were talking about, you know, we talk a lot about business things. We also talk a lot about personal things as well. Sure. Um, yeah. cause there's a lot going on in everybody's lives. And so we wanted to make sure that, it's not just all about business. This is about doing life together. And so that's just an amazing way to celebrate it. And we're thankful we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause Armando and Carol live out in uh, San Francisco area or yep. actually um, uh, what, what's that little town there? Well, Morgan Hill area, but it's um, right. San Jose closer to, I think to San Jose, but anyway, around the, the Bay area and uh, they've lived out there forever. Of course, Armando, it was his granddad who, who um, immigrated from Mexico uh, mm -hmm. years ago. And um, our, Armando, of course, you know, his dad and, and him were raised here uh, in America and just wonderful people. Uh, he started, I don't know how many different businesses and he's done very well for himself, very productive uh, person and uh, just helped a lot of people. Uh, just a good hearted man. Uh, matter of fact, we just found out recently he's, He's been really uh, fairly active in the Zig Ziglar organization and, and um, mm -hmm. training and teaching people on leadership and all that, you know, through them. So it's exciting to watch him. Uh, he's just now, see, he's 69. He'll be 70 in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, actually, as we, these podcasts come out, it may be around his birthday, but <laughs> um, he is um, just continually learning. He very, he very much inspires me uh, to see him and just continuing every day to, to yeah. explore and learn and, and serve people. And he's just got a heart of gold. It, it's just awesome. And to celebrate 50 years uh, with them, you know, 50 years of marriage, that is, 
phenomenal. And so, um, and then of course, Leslie, he's, uh, he's out of uh, Dallas, Texas is where he's from. And originally from over in uh, around Jackson, Mississippi. And, um, and, oh, and don't let me forget. I want to talk about him yep. a little bit. Uh, um, of course, you, Greg, you're up around Indianapolis, and then, of course, I'm here in southern Indiana, down on the tip by the Ohio River, and and um, so, actually, I'm kind of in the middle of, of everywhere between Nashville, Tennessee, Louisville, Kentucky, Indianapolis, <laughs> St. Louis, you know, I'm kind of in the middle there, out in the country, I guess, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but story with Leslie, <clears throat> and we're working on a uh, podcast uh, coming down the road. It's, uh, it's called uh, Black and White Men Talking. And, uh, and we're going to do some TikTok stuff on that, but, but we're going to have a podcast, Black and White Men Talking, and that is about, uh, Leslie uh, uh, is a black man, I'm, I'm white, um, and we're friends, we're genuine friends, um, we love each other, uh, we just, uh, you know, we enjoy each other's company, but uh, the picture is we're sitting on a park bench, we're just enjoying life. We're, we're talking. We're just enjoying each other, we're getting to know each other more and more. And behind us, you see society and some of this crazy stuff with people with signs that are, you know, with anger and hatred and bitterness and chaos and all this stuff that society likes to, you know, sometimes people stir up trouble. And yet Leslie and I are there you know, just being, you know, friends and just being men and, and learning about each other and growing together and just, you know, talking, you know, doing right. the basics, you know, talking. And, uh, and that's what friends do. You know, they communicate, they talk, they share, they laugh, they cry, they, they, they love, they respect, they honor. And, right. uh, and that's, that's what we, we've got. And it's just been really fun, uh, you know, to see that, us four guys just, you know, blossom through, through our mastermind and, and, uh, and so forth. So, so yeah, that's been really cool. Really cool. It has been. Yeah. And I'm excited for uh, you and Leslie to about that podcast, the concept of it. And I think um, your personalities, the way your life experiences, the way that you'll come together to do that. I'm excited for it. I think you're going to, you're going to be a really good role model role models for how people work, <laughs> how people work through things, having different experiences, having different yeah. viewpoints and understanding each other. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, talking about um, his background, Leslie, man, he, he is smart. He's, he is sharp on technology. He's smart on, um, he has a, a credit uh, counseling business. Uh, he's part of uh, him and his buddy uh, attorney, there in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, and they have a business together, and they do a lot of uh, uh, helping a lot of people. And and uh, and Leslie's really sharp on the uh, credit and financial uh, yes. counseling and stuff. And and I just love to see what he's doing. But but we met down there in Jackson, and we spent some time there. Uh, his university was Jackson State University, which mm -hmm. is a historically black university. Uh, and it's actually I think maybe the largest one of all the many, you know, historically black colleges and, and universities. And uh, we met there. And one thing that really stood out to me, uh, I've been on a lot of college campuses, but this was one of the cleanest and, and nice, uh, just so well-groomed and manicured uh, mm. campuses I think I've ever been on. And matter of fact, Greg, last year, Glenn and I, um, we went 
when we went on our cruise with Dan and Joanne Miller, uh, went on the Acres of Diamonds cruise, we stopped and we went through and went to stayed all night at Tuskegee University in Tuskegee, Alabama. And it's a historically black uh, college and university started by Booker T. Washington. And it was absolutely the cleanest and most beautiful campus I think I've ever been on. It, it wow. was phenomenal. I, Glenda and I talked about that and it's like, wow, you know, a lot of places they don't take so much pride in, in their, their facilities and stuff, but this place was amazing. I was, I was just really excited about, you know, being there and so forth. Of course we stood out, uh, Glenda and I, <laughs> I think they have several thousand students and I think, uh, Glenn and I, and I think two other white people were on the campus <laughs> that uh -huh, day, uh -huh. and it was all black, and and uh, and and it was just uh, just an enjoyable day. But George Washington Carver had a museum there at Tuskegee, and we wanted to visit that, so we stayed in the Student Union uh, Hotel thing there, the Kellogg uh, Center, and uh, and then the next day we we looked at we toured the museum and stuff, and then headed on down. But um, but that was neat. But yeah, with Leslie. Uh, talking about him uh, growing up there around Jackson, Mississippi, and going to school at uh, Jackson State, um, he um, his dad was a football coach in mm. uh, Southern Mississippi there, and uh, actually a little it wasn't a big school, a country school, and he was like one of the first, I think, the first black coach to win like a regional championship and then win a state championship uh, there in Mississippi, wow. and um, his dad. He had several really high uh, quality athletes that came through his school. And actually one of them that he coached in high school was Walter Payton. And I was oh like, my gosh. <laughs> can you imagine having Walter Payton on your, on your squad, but sweetness, we called him 34 sweetness. And that's where my brother, when we played football in high school, my brother had, you know, number tw uh, 34 and because <laughs> he loved Walter Payton, you know, and stuff. So uh, but yeah, yeah. So friends, oh my gosh, we've become good friends. Um, we, we've uh, encouraged each other on mm -hmm. a regular basis and, and we've just, we've had the desire to see each other succeed. And I know mm -hmm. um, we've got a, uh, we'll get a quote down uh, below and we'll talk about that a little bit about that, you know, how we want to help each other succeed as a friend and so forth. So, so what else we got here, Greg? Oh, we need to get into that other with the animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So what Dave's referring to is our regular segment. Well, semi-regular. <laughs> it goes Watsy's World. And it's, it's where we highlight a personal encounter that Dave has had with and some type of animal. And now, it's time for Wadsey's World. Yes, Dave Wadsworth's true life animal stories. So today's, uh, today's number is 11. So Dave's okay. going to go to his list and let us know what number 11 is. Number 11 on my list is uh, fish. So I have to come up with a story that involves fish. <laughs> a fish story. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, actually... Um, Wow, I've got a lot of different ones. Some are really, really funny. Um, I wonder, this could actually go in two categories. This one here could either be worms or a fish. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But um, when Adam, our boy, was young, I don't know how old he was, maybe three, two and a half, two and a half, three years old. He's a little bitty guy. Well, we were fishing uh, up at the local lake here, uh, the city park and lake. And um, 
we, <laughs> we were just catching these little bluegill and stuff, you know, just fishing. We'd throw them back, you know, and stuff. Well, uh-huh. Adam had a, we were with another couple from church and they had a little girl and uh, she was a little bit older than Adam. And, uh, and she was there and we had uh, these little styrofoam containers um, that had mealworms in them, little yes. bitty white, white worm, mealworms, and they're called, and that's what we're using, you know, to fish with and stuff. And, uh, and we <laughs> we're sitting there fishing, me and um, my buddy Doug and, and our wives were there close. And, and we heard this little girl, Courtney, she said, Ooh, Adam, spit it out, spit it out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and we turned around and Adam had one of those mealworms in his mouth and it was wiggling. It was hanging out and wiggling. Oh my gosh. It was hilarious. And, and, and <laughs> we're sitting there, ah, you know, just spitting and stuff. Cause we wanted Adam to spit it out. And it was, it was, and so we go over there and we get as sawdust in his mouth and has one of those worms. And <laughs> oh my gosh that was that was hilarious so i that i actually should have saved that one for a a worm story but uh but yeah but that was a that was an exciting day fishing with uh <laughs> with adam trying to eat the mealworm you know <laughs> wow did he catch a fish <laughs> yeah yeah so the fish jumped out of the water and snatched it out of <laughs> his mouth <laughs> yeah we said here adam bend down and stick your face in the water and see if they come up <laughs> you know it's funny what kids do and and uh you know it's like but that little girl if she wouldn't have said anything it's hard telling where where that worm would have went you know he might have finished eating it you know <laughs> might have might have had a dozen of them Oh my gosh! It was, yeah, that's funny. They do people do actually. I think they fry them up and eat them though, because they got a lot of protein in them or something. But I'm like, nope, sorry. <laughs> so that is my Wadzi World um, animal story for the week. <laughs> All right. Well, I like that. <laughs> You're right. The category of fish could go so many different ways. Never thought it might go to worms, but that makes sense. They connect. <laughs> yeah we were we were fishing so yeah, yeah. But, uh, so um well so for our next segment we're going to talk about mainly movie moments and now it's time for manly movie moments and we um this is an older movie and we had to think hard about some movies about uh t- two um best friends that really helped each other rise up and become better people so so if you're uh, you're our listener today you may uh, i'm going to introduce this and and dave's going to dive more into it he's much more colorful at at bringing out some of the maybe emotional ties between these two people but so the movie today is a lethal weapon and if you remember (laughs) the two two gentlemen are stars in it they're um murtaugh and riggs they are officers right yeah police officers um, I'm trying to remember what city they were in. Was it Los Angeles, maybe? Um, but they were. Um, yeah, it was a. It, it Danny, probably was. Yeah, Danny <laughs> Glover. Uh, they were detectives. Danny Glover, and then. Um, uh, oh, Mel Gibson. Mel, yeah, right. Mel Gibson. How <laughs> could I forget that? But Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, they were put together, and uh, at first, it was really a weird combination. Um, yes. Very, very strained, uh, to say the least. And uh, it was just because uh, I think um, 
Mel Gibson had had some issues, they thought, mentally. <laughs> <laughs> with, and he was partnered up with this guy, uh, with Danny Glover. And Danny Glover's like, oh, my gosh, you know, what have I, what have I done to deserve a partner like this, you know? But, uh, but I guess apparently Mel Gibson's wife had been um, killed uh, in an accident. You know, they cut the brake lines or something. And they meant to kill Mel Gibson, but, but I think they killed his right. wife. So, so he had a real... Uh, issue in his head going on all the time um, and to have him with a gun <laughs> uh, you know, loaded weapon and uh, and chasing the bad guys and stuff and and yeah it's really a it developed into uh, an amazing friendship mm -hmm. and uh, you know when when you're with uh, people and you're in the heat of battle um, you know you're you're fighting the bad guys and 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 um, you know over time you really forge a bond and uh, and that's that was exciting to watch those guys and how you know they really really uh, come together. Uh, <laughs> they spent some time. They, I know uh, one of the first times uh, Mel Gibson comes over to Danny Glover's house for supper, and his wife makes some kind of meatloaf or something, and and uh, he he was very polite about it. But uh, they were talking afterwards, you know, outside working on his boat or something. They said something about you really like you know my wife's cooking. No, no. He says, yeah, no, it's bad. <laughs> it, was, it was funny, but they, uh, it was quite a story. And I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't remember a lot about the other ones, but that lethal weapon, that first one was, yeah. was in my mind, it was a classic, you know, and just a great, you know, partnership that, and, and the friendship that they forged uh, together. So, so I, I would call that a real good manly, manly movie moment, <laughs> building that yeah. friendship. <laughs> kind of looking at, uh, like you said there, you know, when you, whether it's a business or life and, or work, um, when you go through things, you're going to find out who people are underneath. And so I think that's one of the things that makes our, our mastermind work is the fact that we've gotten to know each other underneath, not just at a surface level. And yeah. so I think that's, I think that's one of the things that's endearing about that movie. There was a backstory to each of them and, you know, really they had something to each, each of them could learn from the other. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause they, they just, you know, they, they come from two different worlds or they're, they're slammed together mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're, they're in the heat of battle and they've got to cover each other's back. Yeah. And, uh, and that's really, really pretty, pretty neat to see that unfold and, and how that works and and that's what you want in friendships you you want you want somebody that wants the best for you and and i know you got a quote on that we need that yeah what i'll do um yeah let me go ahead and roll with the henry ford quote and then you can do the other one okay and so um <laughs> there's a variety of people that 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 dave and i have um read and it seems like sometimes it's the simple wording that were used in people um, in the early 1900s. I don't know why that is, where you've got Dale Carnegie, yep. you've got um, Napoleon Hill, you just mentioned a while ago. Well, some of his wording can be a little contorted a little bit, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but definitely Henry Ford, he's got some amazing quotes that are just a few words long. So his quote is, my best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. Yeah. So if you're looking to size up whether you've got a best friend or who should be your best friend, or maybe you can make a relationship you've got into a best friend, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to look for people that really want want the best for you. They're not they're not jealous of you. They're not um, you know right. trying to uh, uh, one up you. You know, whenever something happens good to you, they're not trying to say, "Well, I did this." You know, they're not they're not doing that. That's that's a sign of a good friend. They they always want what's best for you. And uh, I've got a good friend. We um we have breakfast about every week, and we get together. And he's got him a new. Um, 2021 Corvette and it is beautiful. It's red. And I've, I've, I've done a couple of TikToks uh, videos on it. It's great. You got to check them out on TikTok. It's uh, uh answer man uh, attitude and then underscore answer man. And that's, that's my handle on TikTok attitude answer man. And I have these one minute videos are inspirational every day. And I have a couple of them where <laughs> I'm talking about my buddy Carl and his, his brand new Corvette. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about racing them, uh, mm. racing this Corvette and my big Dooley pickup truck. And I've got a, I've got a really nice four door crew cab monster truck. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not, it's decked out. It's really a nice truck, but we, we come out of the restaurant here a couple of weeks ago and he was parked beside me. I'd gotten there first and I'd went in and he was parked beside me and I'm like, Oh, we're looking like we're going to race here. So I did a little video there where we're talking about running, you know, against each other, you know, doing a drag race. And I talked about how Carl was, was afraid of me. He's afraid I'd embarrass him with my big dually truck. So <laughs> but I, I talked about, uh, you know, being envious. I said, you know, I'm not jealous of, of very many people at all. I'm usually, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy for people. And he's my friend and I'm excited for him to be able to, you know, write a check and buy a, a Corvette, a brand new one. That's, that's exciting. But yeah. uh, then uh, yesterday uh, we went out again and, and, uh, and he, he had his Corvette and I had my, my truck, my dually. And then I had my trailer with my big uh, caterpillar, <laughs> um, uh, track loader on it, big machine. And then he was parked behind my trailer there. And so I'm like, I'm going to do another video. And so I, <laughs> I did another one of his Corvette. I, well, actually, I had him pick, take a picture of me sitting in his Corvette. And then I took a picture. I did this video. And I said, yeah, I said, OK, this is uh, the, the green with envy, you know, part two. And I, uh, I did a video where I said, yeah, I decided that since Carl was afraid to run me the last time and race me against my dually and his Corvette, that I'd kind of sweeten the deal. And so I showed him a picture of his Corvette and they showed a picture of my dually, my big blue truck. And then I said, well, I put on a trailer. I just tagged on a little extra weight here. So I showed my trailer and my big cat machine. I said, now we can run them and we'll see who's really, you know, faster, you know, <laughs> it, it was funny, but, but, you know, that's one thing uh, that, you know, as friends, my gosh, I am so happy for Carl and all his success. He just, um, he bought a house here in uh, Newburgh and, and redid it, you know, uh, and flipped it, you know, uh, went ahead and, and turned it. But he had to, to gut the thing and, and change a whole lot of things. And he, he put his neck out there, you know, to do all this. And then he turned around and, and was able to sell it. And I'm happy for him. I am so yeah. happy for him because uh, I want him to be successful. And I want the best for him and his his wife and his little boy, Dalton, and everything. So, so that's what friends are about, you know, people that want mm -hmm. the best for you. So exactly. Yeah. 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 Good. I love, I love that. I've seen, yeah. I've seen those two TikToks. That's a beautiful car. You have, <laughs> you have a, you have a, you have an awesome truck too. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a little jealous of my truck, are you? <laughs> <I think> my, <laughs> me and my wife both. 
Ah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I tell you, the one I got, um, it is like premium. I, I didn't want all the, I didn't need all those options. But when yeah. uh, when I was shopping uh, a few years ago, um, that's one that they had available and the color I wanted and, and stuff. And, and it was pretty fancy. I mean, it does everything but pick your nose, you know, and I suppose <laughs> it's that on there, but, but it's really a sweet, sweet ride. But uh, yeah, uh -huh. but for the uh, as far as machines go, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty nice. So <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> I need to be All grateful right. for that. Uh, <laughs> All right. So tell us your quote. You've got that one here teed up. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a quote here. Um, and, and this comes out of my book, actually, you know, um, you know, finishing on fire. And I talk about, um, life is not about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to find joy in the rain. Uh -huh. And, you know, so many people, um, you know, they're, they're not, they're worried about the storms, you know, and, and all this stuff in life. Um, but friends, true friends will really help you find the joy uh, in the rain. They'll see things from a different perspective and they'll remind you, you know what? Yeah, you're going through a rough patch. You know, it's a storm in your life, but I'm here with you. Your, your, your spouse is here with you. Uh, we want the best for you. And, and I remember Carl, when I was going through some rough, rough times years ago, he kept saying, uh, and I talk about this in my book, I said, he says, I promise you, I promise you. And he had these animated hand signals, you know, these hands out. He says, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. I promise you, you know, and he just, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's what friends are for. So, so in the midst of storms, you got friends there that, that, that encourage you and let you know that, Hey, you know what? it's going to be okay. And, and, and here I am, I'm still, still alive and still kicking and, and putting out these TikTok videos and, <laughs> and yeah. encouraging people. And, and it's fun, um, you know, to know that thousands and thousands of people are, are being encouraged, you know, by my TikTok videos and, and, and by this podcast, by, by hearing about us talking about relationships, um, mm -hmm. you know, our friends, our family and, and what we can do to make every day, count make it make it our best day and and really you know finish life on fire so so yeah yeah it's always good yeah. to talk about this stuff so absolutely i'm excited for you for your uh tiktok channel you've done a really good job of um you know really sharing some really good content and um getting connected up with a lot of people pretty quick so keep up yeah. the good work yeah thank you i appreciate yeah. that yeah it's fun it's it's short and simple and and that's kind of the way i am i'm kind of short and simple <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually you know it's one minute they just give you one minute you got 60 yeah. seconds to, to to tell your story uh, i've got a buddy uh he's a, a farmer uh he grew up i grew up with him first grade through high school good guy he's a farmer he's just recently retired actually and he said, Dave, you need to be on TikTok. You need to be on TikTok. You, you'd be great. You know, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And Ray Edwards, he had told me that. Yeah, Dave, you need to be on TikTok. You know, you're so encouraging. You're positive. You got a good message. You know, do this and yeah. stuff. And then my nephew out in uh, San Diego, my nephew says, hey, Uncle Dave, you need to be on TikTok. You need to be, you know, you need to be telling people, you know, the we talked about these yellow sticky notes, you know, I get these yellow sticky yep. notes. I, I, I put people's names on them. Like, you know, my nephew and I say, happy birthday, you know, Georgie and I love you and stuff. And now I'll do a little video and, and, and text it to him. And, and he says, uncle Dave, you just got to be on TikTok. You got to be on TikTok. So finally I, I talked to, to my buddy, Mike, and, and I was over at his house one Sunday afternoon and, 
we were, we were talking he says, all right, Dave, here we go. So he starts recording and he introduces me, you know, and he's got at the time he's, he's over 40,000 followers. Wow. You know? Wow. And it's, 40,000 you are not, and I didn't mean it in a bad way, but I mean, dude, if you can get 40,000, I can surely get, you know, 50, 60, 70 or 80. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and he still keeps growing. So I'm working on it, but, but, it, but he started recording and he says, Hey, I want to introduce you to my friend. It's Dave Wadsworth. You know, he is what? And, and I said, I'm the attitude answer man, you know, just trying to help you out every day and stuff. And, so he did that recording and he stuck it on TikTok and, uh, and he says, all right, Wads, because he encouraged, he says, now there's 40,000 of you out there. You need to start following, you know, Dave Wadsworth, you know, and stuff. And a lot of people did. They started following me. And mm -hmm. then it's like, uh oh, I better start doing some videos since people are following me and there's nothing there to see. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I'm working on it. And, um, and I, I'm, I'm just thrilled that thousands of people uh, find encouragement and, uh, and, and a little bit of enjoyment from, you know, my one minute a day, every, every day, one minute a day of, of just uh, a shot of in the arm, a booster shot of, uh, of encouragement and positivity and, and having a good attitude and, and, and living life a little bit better. So mm -hmm. yeah, super. Pretty cool. All right. So let's take us out with the uh, two minute warning today. And this relates back to our you know, really well with our, with our mastermind, I think. And now it's time for the two minute warning. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing, you know, we're very fortunate to have, uh, these, uh, three friends, um, you know, to be a part of this mastermind, you know, uh, working together, but, uh, mm -hmm. here's what I want you to do. This is our two minute warning. This is the thing you need to do right now. Okay, as soon as this show's over, this is something you need to do, and you won't be sorry unless you don't do it, okay? But here's what you do. You need to pick three friends, and hopefully you've been a good enough friend that you got at least three, okay? But pick three of your best friends, and I want you to send them a text, and you, I want you to send them a text of encouragement and kindness and just a note about, you know, uh, something that they've done to help you out, uh, but just, if nothing else, just say, hey, you know, I'm glad you're my friend. I appreciate your kindness and just encourage them and that you're thankful that they're your friend. But I want you to do that right now. It's 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 not going to take you two minutes. OK, exactly. take out your phone, text three of them and, and do that. I promise you it will do you a lot of good and it will do them a lot of good. So very simple call to action right there. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. Lift them up. Encourage them. Thank you for listening to the Finishing on Fire radio show. Be sure to visit finishingonfire.com for more great content. Go light your world.